Welcome back to this week's episode of Walking with the Master. My name is Ken Winter, and this week's episode is entitled, This Time, Let's Try Doing It God's Way. As I look back over the events that have unfolded thus far in my life, I can clearly see those moments when I was facing major hurdles. The path ahead included obstacles and circumstances that I knew were well beyond my capability. It didn't take me long to realize I needed to bring the matter before God. I knew that if He didn't go before me or fight for me, my efforts would most definitely end in defeat. But I can also recall those times when I believed the path ahead did not require God's intervention. The circumstances or the obstacles were small potatoes that I could easily handle within my own abilities. So I plowed ahead never consulting the Lord on what he would have me do. When I first wrote this chapter for inclusion in my book, my wife and I had just purchased an outdoor dining table and chair set for our deck. The set had come with those frightful words, assembly required. It is a well-known fact that one of the main differences between men and women is most clearly seen when they encounter those two words. In my experience, women most frequently will take the wise course of action of reading and following in the instructions. In so doing, they know each step to take, in the correct order, using the appropriate part. And the finished product tends to look just like the instructions show you that it will. And there are usually no leftover parts. Men, on the other hand, at least some of us, can't seem to be bothered with reading the detailed instructions. We intrinsically know how things should go together. We can't be distracted by the instructions. And we often achieve great economies in that we frequently do not need to use all of the parts. The sad thing is that all too often, particularly when we are not facing the major issues of life, many of us approach the path ahead in that same manner. We can't seem to be bothered with reading the instruction manual that the Creator has provided so that we will know the steps we should take. And we don't feel the need to ask the Creator how He would have us proceed. Or if we do ask, too often we are not listening or reading to hear His answer. One of the greatest examples of this truth is found in Joshua chapters 7 and 8, where we read about the disastrous defeat of the Israelites at Ai. Joshua and the Israelites were coming off an overwhelming victory at Jericho. It appeared that nothing could defeat them, and that would have been true if God was going with them. However, in this instance, they took it upon themselves to follow their own plan and never asked God. Ai would be an easy defeat as compared to Jericho, or so they thought. As a result, they never sought the Lord. And because of that, they didn't know about the sin that had entered into their camp. As a result, their efforts ended very badly. It's interesting to note that the name Ai in Hebrew means ruin. It causes me to think allegorically that if I am headed down a path that leads to ruin, do I really want to navigate that path following my own plan, just because I don't think I need God's help? Or 
Do I want to follow the instruction of the Creator who knows every aspect of the path and knows how to navigate through all of the twists, turns, and pitfalls? Once the Israelites had turned to the Lord for His direction and were again walking accordingly, they could now take their steps confidently and with His assurance. Do not be afraid or discouraged, He said. As long as they stayed true to God's plan, their victory was assured. Incidentally, three side thoughts. First, God's plan for the defeat of Ai was very specific and very detailed. God doesn't leave anything to chance. He will show us each step to take if we will but ask. In the case of the Israelites, some of the men were sent to lie in ambush, and some were sent to approach from the front. Some were sent to retreat from the battle, and some were sent to attack from the rear. Each man had a specific part and a specific role. Victory was accomplished as each person did their part according to his plan. There is no instance of murmuring or complaining from the people recorded in this passage about their individual assignments, and it would appear that each one did exactly as they were assigned. This is a great picture of how the body of Christ is to function, specifically the local church. Each one of us as members of the body is being equipped and empowered by God as he intends in order for us to work and function together as the body. The body is no stronger than the sum total of its members. The outcome of Ai was dependent upon each soldier performing his particular assignment according to God's plan. None of the soldiers were casual observers. Each of them was an integral part. Each one had a vital role. Yes, it was God that assured and even accomplished the victory, but he did so through the soldiers, just as he chooses to do so through the members of the body. And it was important that each and every one be obedient in carrying out their part. If you don't believe that each and every person was important in the plan, think about the implications of Achan's sin in their initial defeat. Second, there is an ironic twist in the victory over Ai that we can't miss. Once the victory had been accomplished, the treasures of the town were not destroyed, for the Israelites kept these as plunder for themselves as the Lord had commanded. If Achan had not taken matters into his own hands and disobeyed God at Jericho, he would have more than likely been able to acquire the equivalent of those same silver coins, bar of gold, and robe that he stole at Jericho, and very possibly even more, at Ai. What's more, he wouldn't have needed to hide them. He and his family could have enjoyed them to their fullest. Though the temptation of sin's reward will often look sweet, the outcome of obedience will always be sweeter, and always without the sting and bitterness of sin. Third, lest we think ill of the Father for leading his people to destroy the people of Ai, let's be mindful that they had a choice as well. They too had the choice to surrender their lives to the God of the Israelites. They had heard about the fate of the Jerichoites. They knew 
that the walls of Jericho had been inadequate against the Lord God Jehovah. And yet, the people of Ai hardened their hearts and turned against him. Whether it's the people of Ai, or the family of Achan, or you, or me, this overarching truth applies. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Let's not walk in our own strength or our own wisdom. Rather, this time, and from here on, whether it's the big stuff or the little stuff, let's do it God's way. Portions of this episode are taken from chapter 21 of my book, Possessing the Promise. This third book in the Lessons Learned in the Wilderness series is available through Amazon in print or for your Kindle or Kindle app. Information on how you can obtain this or any of my books is available on my website, kenwinter.org. Well, thanks again for joining me this week, and I do hope that you'll do so next week, as together we walk with the Master. Mm-hmm.